loves and welcome. This is the Embodied Wisdom Podcast. My name is Michaela. If you haven't been here before, thank you for showing up, dropping in, tuning into this moment with me today. And today I want to talk about something that's been heavy on my heart uh, in a way for a long time, but been kind of brought to the surface more and more in the past weeks, in the past month, and that is the topic of grief. And grief is something, I like to think of it, it's almost like that neighbor down the street that, you know, maybe doesn't have like the nicest house in the world, you know, maybe it's a little messy and you know, not very welcoming or inviting, and and when you, you know, walk the block, you kind of hurry by that neighbor, or um, you tend to avoid them, or when you do have to interact with them, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. I see you, but uh, bye now, you know, it's, it's very uncomfortable, it can be awkward for some people, it can be downright unbearable for others it's like that neighbor that you just you want to avoid them no matter no matter what like whatever you can do to have the least interaction with them you'll do it that is grief right that is how we treat grief in our culture it's not necessarily that grief is some emotion that um you know is is so much worse than anything like anger or sadness or even joy or or anything like that it's just that in our culture grief is an emotion that is highly unprocessed and highly unrecognized as important and that really starts to um put a lot of pressure a lot of heaviness on people that are grieving on people that have been touched by grief by loss of a loved one and especially of traumatic loss of somebody gone too early and that can look like not having the support, not having the coping mechanisms, not having the means to know how to work with that emotion of grief. And whether or not you've been touched by this emotion, whether or not you've been touched by loss, deep loss, deep traumatic loss personally or not, this touches your life. This touches your life And especially, especially right now, especially right now in the world, in the collective of human beings, as we are going through this kind of like a collective shift where we have put our blinders on to so many things that were too hard to look at, just like that neighbor down the street that you try not to look at. There are so many things right now that we have tried so hard not to look at, not to put at the forefront, not to make as important as it truly is 
as it needs to be for our collective growth and evolution as human beings, as a planet. And as we go through that collective shift, it's the shift from being closed down, being ignorant, keeping ourselves small, shutting down our voices, to an awareness, to a waking up, to a shift into, oh my goddess, I have a voice and I need to use it right now. It's not even a question of should I use it, but I need to use my voice. I need to step up. All of us need to step up. But, 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 but right now is such a vulnerable place because we are in that shift. We're learning, we're growing, we're shifting, but we're in that such a vulnerable place. And when we're in that place, one of the things that inevitably comes with seeing something that you didn't see before, with realizing what you haven't been doing, what you have lost by playing small, what you have lost in the past, what your ancestors have lost, the pain, the anguish, the trauma that they went through, the pain, the anguish, the trauma of ancestors, of your friends, of your neighbors, and what they went through. All of that, all of that, that was, that was kind of that neighbor that no one really, everyone knew they're there, but no one really wants to say hi. No one really wants to deal with them. They are front and center now. And with that, with that, grief is front and center now too. And why is this? Why is this so important? Because a lot of the time when, you know, we realize something, we realize, oh, shoot, I, I didn't know this for so long and now now I know and oh my god like I'm so sorry we tend to use that word we tend to say oh I'm so sorry that I didn't know this oh I feel so bad you know and that is adding injury to injustice it is just adding more and more hurt to the situation in the first place I say, oh, I'm so sorry. Because you know what sorry is? Sorry is checking the fuck out. Sorry is saying, oh, wow, can't believe that happened. I get to use this word, this sorry word, to cop out and say, wow, okay, well, I said sorry, so now I don't have to look at it anymore. Now I don't have to deal with it. I saw it. Now I'm sorry. Now I'm done. Now I'm over it. Sorry doesn't do shit. Sorry doesn't do anything. You know what does? Mourning. Grief. Seeing the anguish, seeing the pain, seeing all of it. Putting yourself in that person's shoes. Putting yourself in the shoes of your ancestors. Of your brothers and sisters that have had so much pain. Putting yourself in your own shoes of the part of you that is hurting, of the part of you that has not been seen for so long. 
And when you put yourself there, it is so much to feel that, to feel the grief and to mourn, to be with it fully, to let it be heavy, to let it be sad, to let it be rage, to let it be whatever it is, whatever it comes up as for you. And to mourn that, to mourn the time lost, the lives lost, the humanity lost, to mourn that deeply. And from there, from there you find compassion. From there you start to find forgiveness. From there you start to be able to use your emotions, your experience to transform, to alchemize, to create something, something out of the destruction, something out of the pain, even if it's something small, even if it's something just for you. But that is the grieving process. And the creating something, that is absolutely not the goal, not the end game, not even the beginning. It's just a way. It's just one way to create. But the whole of it, the most of it, the grit of it is being with it, feeling into it, making a place for it in your heart, welcoming that neighbor, welcoming that friend in. In whatever way, whatever way that it means for you. And I read a quote, I read a quote this morning. And it said, There is no heart more whole than a broken one. There is no heart more whole than a broken one. And that, that, dear ones, is the process of grief is allowing your heart, allowing yourself to be broken, wide open, to feel all of it, to be with all of it, to feel everything, to allow yourself to be shattered into pieces. So that you can find the beauty in each unique individual piece of you. So as you welcome all of the pieces back, one by one, one by one, welcoming them back into your heart. In that way, you are made whole through the welcoming. Through the letting in. 
through the trust that even though it hurts, even though it feels impossible, even though it feels unbearable, that you have the capacity to bear it, that you have the capacity to carry it, to hold it, and to go on, and to keep on living. And living by no means means forgetting the grief, abandoning the neighbor that you want to ignore. No. Living means going on even with the grief. Making that neighbor down the street your friend. Inviting them in for dinner. As much as you can manage. As much as your body can hold. And how often, you know, how often do you let this in? Because if you, you know, let it in to the point that it overwhelms your whole system, you're, you know, on haywire, you can't even complete your day-to-day tasks, everything like that, it shuts you down. It doesn't really... It doesn't have a chance to process and to be digested. You know, you wouldn't go ahead and, and you know, eat for, for 24 hours a day. You would, you would be, you would feel awful. You know, you, you would be so stuffed you wouldn't be able to do anything else. You know, the same way you wouldn't invite yourself to feel all of the things, to feel the grief, to feel the pain 24-7. 24 hours a day. If that's what you need, if that's what it is for you, then by all means, take that time, take care. But for most of us, we have to know, okay, how much, how much can I hold right now? On a scale of 1 to 10, you know, How much can I cope? How much resilience do I have within my body? How much am I am I settled in my body? Do I feel grounded and and nourished and and able to take on whatever? How how what is that on that scale? That scale of what can I cope with today? And when you have that number then you look at your grief. You look at the grief within yourself, within the collective. And you see, what am I feeling of that today? Maybe it's just kind of tinkering in the background. Maybe you don't want to look at it. Maybe it's a zero. Maybe it's been a zero for a long time. Because... It's something that's too scary for you. It's too scary for you to look at. That is when you can start the process. When you have the ability to cope and you see, oh, I'm not not feeling this. I'm not welcoming any of it in. 
Maybe I can, maybe I can welcome a little bit, just a little bit today. You know, even for five minutes, just sitting with the heaviness, the heaviness of the pain and the grief. of all the people that have suffered in our world, of all of the suffering of the past and of today, to just be with it, even for five minutes. And, you know, five minutes turns into, hey, you know what, I'm gonna welcome this in for an hour every week. I'm gonna invite this neighbor in for a dinner every week. That could turn into, you know what, I'm going to make, I'm going to make a, a spot for them at the table. And it grows, it grows from there. And on the other hand, you could be somebody that is like, you know what, I am so sensitive. I'm so, such an emotional being and I feel everything. I feel everything that's going on in the world and I, it's so overwhelming. And... You look at that scale, right? What are you feeling of the grief? Maybe it's closer to the higher end of the scale, to a seven or eight or something like that. And then look at your coping. Look at how much you can cope with. Look at how much you can bear. And if you're seeing, oh, I can really only cope with about a two right now, but my grief level is at a seven or eight, it's time to tone it back. It's time to step out of the work and nourish yourself and take care of yourself go to nature touch the earth ground yourself move your body get back in your body your body is home your body is safe your body is nourishment because if your body can't cope but you're still feeling all of it you're not able to digest it. You're not able to process all of it, to alchemize it. To be able to take what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, and transform it into something that opens your heart. Because that is what this is all about. There's no heart more whole than a broken one. It is about breaking yourself open, allowing yourself to be broken. To recognize that you were already whole. To recognize that you already have the capacity to hold all of the pain, all of the grief within your heart. And I just want to leave you with one final note. And this came to me recently as I was processing a lot of grief. And I want you to know this. Grief is not a weakness. 
It is your superpower. Grief is not a weakness. It is your superpower. Allow that to sink in. Allow it to shift the way that you approach this emotion, this neighbor down the street, to move into a new way. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to connect, please go to www.sapphireroots.com or at Instagram or Facebook at Sapphire Roots. And please let me know, how is this collective shift helping you? How is this collective shift affecting you right now? What is your biggest challenge? What is your biggest insight? Send me a message and let me know. Thank you so much for dropping in today. I love you and have a beautiful day.